Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Uh, of uh, explaining a new song, and you actually gave the Hebrew, Hebrew meaning of it also, uh, meaning fresh, fresh. And uh, she gave it exactly correct. I'm going to expand on it just a little bit. Uh, but first of all, let's review uh, from the past messages I've talked on a series uh, that's called The Lord is Worthy to be Praised. He is worthy to be praised. Is that correct? He's worthy to be praised. So we, we uh, uh, been uh, doing three messages on that. Last week we uh, did a message which was, oh, it was so exciting to me, was that uh, we said that God really, uh, he wants uh, to be honored. He wants to be honored. And Praise honors God. Oh, it honors God. Also, we learned that God honors those who honors him. And we finally taught on a point that, um, uh, that really was so exciting is that, that when we do our total worship experience, which is to uh, live our life, let's say, everything we say, everything we do, our attitudes, everything is worship unto God. You, you obey the one you worship. And so we obey God because obedience is the highest form of worship. Uh, but we talked about a portion, a portion of that, a very important portion of that, which is to give God adoration, uh, give him glory, give him praise, give him thanksgiving, in song, uh, with music, or just verbally to give him adoration, uh, that's a very important part of our total worship experience. We talked about that. And uh, it was very exciting to me because the last point that I brought out in that is that when we praise God, what it does is that it, it, it propels the word of God with force that God has spoken to you. Whatever God has spoken, when we praise him, it, it releases with force. Oh, my goodness gracious, that word that he has spoken. Because when you praise God and you have been asking God, you've been praying God, you've been expecting him to show up in an area, but he hasn't yet, that praise propels with force that word and it goes out and do the work with the angelic forces and, and all of the things that God uses to bring that word to pass. So that was exciting. Uh, today, sing to Lord a new song. And in this message, it's going to be something that I think that you're going to be uh, excited to hear. Because let me expand a little bit on, on uh, what uh, Mel- Melanie said. That freshness. Here's a, 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 a word picture. Let's say you go to a fast food place. You're out of town and you, you're hungry. It's about 10 o'clock at night. And let's say you go by Hardee's. Let's say Hardee's, yes. You go by Hardee's because I know we got a young man in here that's a manager of Hardee's. I don't want to say McDonald's. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you, you go by Hardee's and you know that let's say they close at 11. 
you know they're not cooking a whole lot of food at 10, 10.30 at night. So, but you don't want, let's say, French fries that's been sitting under this light for three hours. You want some fresh French fries. So you go by the drive through window and you say, look, um, I don't want the French fries been sitting there. Make me some fresh ones. What does that mean? Make me some fresh ones. That means that, hey, sprinkle a little salt on it and, you know, throw it on out the window, huh? Which is, is that what you mean by fresh? Uh-huh. What do we mean by fresh? Does it mean that, uh, oh, well, uh, turn that light up a little bit more for about six seconds and then put it in a bag and give it to me? What you mean is that I want some new fries. Is that correct? So that's another Hebrew word for new is brand new. In other words, brand new. So you want some brand new fries. You want some, uh, you don't want donuts that, uh, I think uh, somebody told me we were on our way to South Carolina a couple years ago uh, on, on Saturday, the men. And, and what happened is that they said that these donuts at this donut place, I don't know the name of the donut place, but Krispy Kreme. Okay, Krispy Kreme donut. And if the light is on, what happens? You notice what? Fresh. That means that, you know, that the ones that they, they've had uh, over the last five hours, uh, they, they, they take them out of the light, I'm from the light, and, and, and say so they're fresh. Is that correct? No, they're just taking them out of the what? Oven. They are fresh. Okay? So sing unto the Lord a new song. That's what we mean, a new song. Now, Melvin, of course, said it correctly. Let me expand a little bit more on it. A new song is a song that you have not sang before. Now, let's not think of a song like we are singing today. Let's think of what fresh thing has God done in your life? Recently. Okay? That's a fresh song. What has God done to bless you? See, when, when, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, he brought them out. They could sing a song because they have now been taken out of bondage, been taken out of Egypt, and on their, their way to the wilderness, they could sing a new song, couldn't they? Because they've been in bondage over 400 years, they can sing a new song. Because they had never been free before. Before, well, those have not been free ever. The people who, who brought out. Because four, 400 years ago, nobody was alive uh, that they went in. The 70 people that went in. So now, when they got to the Red Sea, and God did his miracle, opened it up the sea, they went through, he closed it up on Pharaoh and his army, they could, Miriam and all the women, they could get the tambourines and they could sing a what? New song because God had done something fresh, something new at that time. Okay? That's a new song. They had an opportunity to sing a new song about ten times in the wilderness. But what happens is they, they start now complaining at each 
each opportunity that God gave them, let's say when, when they got thirsty, it was an opportunity to wait upon God for God then to show up and then they could sing a new song, you see. But see, they start complaining about being thirsty and God not realizing they are thirsty, God not wanting to uh, quench their thirst. They thought they were going to die. And so why didn't he leave them in Egypt in bondage? So because they didn't think God was going to show up. So when he did show up, and Moses, of course, uh, struck the rock and, and, and the rock was Christ and water came out and all that and, and, and they, they quenched their thirst. It was no song to sing because they had tainted the song with complaining. You see? And so that's why after ten times, he said, look, uh, these ten times now you have tested me and now you're not going in. You're going to go around the wisdom's 40 years. Uh, so we are going to be the type that we're going to wait upon God for God to do this, 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 whatever it is that he wants to do in our life, whatever it is we've been praying for, we're going to wait upon God because we want to be able to sing with joy, with enthusiasm, a new song. Okay? That's what we want to do. We, we, don't, want, we don't want to uh, mess the thing up because God is going to show up. He's going to show up in everything that you need, he's going to provide because he's already said it. He's already said that if you seek first the kingdom, his kingdom, his righteousness, he said all of these things, whether it's your food, whether it's your drink, whether it's your clothes, whatever you have need of, he's going to provide. Matter of fact, he says, I know you have need of it before you even ask. So therefore, all we have to do is wait upon God. And I want to sing a new song. What has God done fresh in your life today? What has God done fresh in your life recently that you haven't, you haven't really sang a new song to him? You haven't really given him the praise and adoration of this new thing that he's done? You see? Because we can get uh, complacent with that, this, this new song and we... Don't give God praise. We don't give him thanks. Or we just give him a little, you know, grace. And we, you know how we say grace at the table. Thanks for our food. You know, we're about to see cause we nourish for our body. In the name of Jesus, amen. You know, that, that's all we do. And it's, it's just a habit that we just say, but we don't really praise him. We don't adore him. We don't really glorify him like he deserves to be glorified. And therefore, uh, when, when we are unthankful, what happens is that we don't get the answers to our prayers like we should because we are not even grateful for what he's already done. We haven't sang the new song. So that's, that's what we mean by sing to the Lord a new song. Now let's give three points to this new song that, uh, that, that we are talking about here. A new song should be uh, saying... Really, individually. You should sing a new song individually. In other words, do not wait for Sunday to roll around to sing to the Lord. He wants you to sing a new song to him individually whenever 
you have occasion to be blessed by him. And I know that his mercies are new, come on, every morning. Is that correct? His mercies are new every morning. So every morning, we should be able to sing a what? New song. A new song. Because there's no need to say, thank you, Lord, that you woke me up day before yesterday. Day before yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone. So can we say, thank you, Lord, that you woke me up today. Thank you, Lord, that I have, uh, you know, I have feet to walk on today. Thank you, Lord, that I can, I can get out of the bed without pain today. Thank you, Lord, that I can stand up without pain today. Thank you, Lord, that I have, uh, you know, our power didn't go out. Our electricity didn't go out last night when they said that the ground was saturated with water and that, that, that because of the winds and the gusts might be up to 40 miles an hour, it may blow trees over. And, and, and so thank God we had some electricity this morning when we woke up and therefore we could take a hot shower, huh? It's new, mercies are new every morning. Can we sing to the Lord a new song individually? That's what God is asking. Can we do it individually? Or, or, or do we have to wait till, well, oh, it, it's, it's not Sunday yet. Today is Monday. And so I'll wait till Sunday and we can, we can, we can sing to the Lord then. No, no. God is doing, he wants an individual rela- relationship with you. He wants an individual relationship with me. He wants an intimate relationship with us. Is that correct? And so, therefore, he wants to hear that voice in the morning. Yes. Let's look at Psalm 149. Let's go there. And in Psalm 149, verse 1, it says here, Praise the Lord. Isn't that great? That's what it says. Sing to the Lord a old song. What does it say? A new song. A fresh song. And his praise in the congregation of the godly ones. This, this, this psalm right here has four of the things that we were, we were going to talk about there. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. And this dancing is like twirling around and, and that type of dancing like that. It's not, um, you know, a boy and a girl, you know, dancing, a man, and, you know, doing a waltz. It's not that kind of dancing. It, it's, it's, it's your individual dancing uh, before God. Let them sing praises to him with timbrel and lyre. It's like with the, with, with, with the tambourine, with the, with the keyboard, with the guitar, with whatever instruments uh, that, that we have today. Uh, let's sing to the Lord with those things, for the Lord takes pleasure in his people. That's, a, that's good to know, isn't it? It's, it's very good to know that the Lord takes pleasure in us. See, because the devil will try to tell you he doesn't take pleasure in us. God takes pleasure in you. He takes pleasure in you. He loves you. And it says here, he will beautify the afflicted ones with salvation, with deliverance, in other words. So if you need deliverance today, he said, I would, I, I, I would, he's going to beautify, afflicted with salvation. I tell you, God is so good in this. Individual praise, that's what he wants, individual praise. But he also wants corporate praise. He also wants corporate praise now. 
Because corporate praise is very important. You know, he wants corporate praise. He wants individual praise. He wants corporate praise. And, and it is all over here, all in, in these psalms. I could, I could go to Psalm 63. When I go there, where it's talking about individual praise, I can go to Psalm 100 in, in individual praise. I mean, it's just so much in Psalm about praising God individually. He wants to be praised because he is worthy to be praised, isn't he? He's worthy to be praised. Yeah, he is. Let's look at Psalm 100 just for a minute. Because the day, you know, rainy, windy, cloudy, been raining a lot of days, you know. Um, we, we need to be excited about God. Uh, and we need to, we need to, we can sing a new song today, even about the weather, can't we? Aren't you glad that that hurricane didn't come on, on, on shore up the Discord coast? I mean, we just got that, got, got some of the, some of the effects of it because it, it was out there in the ocean somewhere. But if it would have been coming up the, up the coast, you know, inland, can you imagine? Can we sing a new song? Yeah. Are we thankful that we are just getting rain and wind? Woo, that's exciting, isn't it? We're just getting rain and wind. Because if his mercy was not there and and, the devil had his way, it will come all the way to land and just wiped out houses, wiped out people, wouldn't it? Yeah. devil doesn't care about it. Listen to what it says in Psalm 100. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord him, himself is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Give thanks unto him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness. To all generations. In other words, praise the Lord. We can go to Psalm 150. We can go in a psalm. I mean, he said, praise the Lord. Praise me. Praise me. Praise me. And let's talk about some of the things he, he, he's doing. Let's go to corporate praise. Let's go to uh, Psalm 22. Uh, 22. Let's go there. And I tell you, th- 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 this is so good to me uh, when we are uh, studying about Corporate praise, because that's what we did this morning. We did corporate praise, okay? In verse 22, it says, I will tell of your name to my brethren. I will tell of your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. We did that this morning, didn't we? In the midst of the, of, of the congregation, didn't we praise them? Now, later on, you, you, you'll see that, uh, this also is speaking of Jesus. Because Jesus, he says, I praise the Father in the midst of the congregation. He said that too. And that is exciting to me. I mean, it is so exciting to me. When, when, when God says 
says that. Let, let, let's uh, go over there. I'm, I'm going to deviate from my notes. Is that okay? Uh, let's go to Hebrews uh, chapter 2. Let's go to verse uh, probably 10. Let's go there. It says, For it was fitting for him for whom all, are all things and through whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to perfect the author of their salvation through suffering. For both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one father, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Saying, now when it says saying, and then what he says after that, that is found in the Old Testament. It says, I will proclaim your name to my brethren. Have you heard that before? In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. Have you heard that before? What did you hear? Yeah. Over there in Psalm 22. See, this is is what Jesus is saying. So do you realize that when we are singing, when we were praising this morning, that Jesus is saying, Father, in the midst of the congregation, in the midst of the assembly, in the midst of the crowd, I am going to praise you. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Now, suppose now, we say, I don't feel like praising today because it's up, my basement was leaking. Well, thank God you got a basement to leak. And some people don't even have a basement. Really? They don't. Some people don't have a house. Yeah. In some parts of the, of the world, they don't have houses. They wish they did have your house and had a leaking basement. They can fix the basement. Yeah. In the midst of the congregation, Jesus is praising the Father. Now you say, well, I didn't see him. I didn't hear him. Well, who are you anyway? Aren't you the body of Christ? The body of Christ. The body of Willie Taylor is right here. Right? So my mouth, when my mouth is praising, what's my body doing? Praising because my body is, is not detached from my mouth. That would be kind of sad, wouldn't it? See mouths running around here, and uh, so if we're the body of Christ, who is He praising the Father through? His body. You. Yeah. That's isn't that good that you didn't know that Jesus Christ has said in His Word in the New Testament that I will proclaim Your name to my brethren. So he's going to be proclaiming the name of the Lord. He says that in the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. Ooh-wee. Do we want to be vessels meet for the master's use? Do you want to be used by God? Well, if you want to be used by God, you're going to have to open your mouth. Right? You might have to raise a hand here. If, if, if the Holy Spirit wants you to raise a hand, is it okay if you raise a hand? I mean, can you get it out of your pocket? 
and raise your hand if he wants to. He was, hey, what did he say? He says in the midst of the congregation, I'm going to praise you. So we need to praise God, right? Yeah, that's what he said. Let's go a little bit further. Also, oh, you're going to like this one. You're going to like this one. I tell you, I know you're going to like it. Now, we've already talked about the new song now because all this is singing a new song. Even in the congregation, we've got to sing a new song, right? Uh, because of, and, and, and so that's why you have people like David or Moses or Joshua or whoever that God says, ASAP, he said, hey, sit, put this, write this down. Okay, set it to music. Because don't you know there's some people who can write music? Don't you know some people who write songs? You, I used to tell people when we were on Park Avenue, won't you write a song? I mean, y'all the musician and, and the singer, won't you write a song? It'll be okay. We'll sing a, instead of the music, we'll, we'll sing a new song. Right? Whatever God's done. And we can sing a new song. We don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to put music to it that we know. We can just start singing some notes, right? Because, because I guarantee you when Miriam and them was singing about the, the, the you know, coming through the Red Sea, I, I, I guarantee you it wasn't music that they already knew. It wasn't a song they already knew. They made it up because God was so good. God delivered them and God destroyed their, their enemies. And so they were just singing. Right? We can sing a new song this morning. We can sing it and we can just start singing and, and say, well, what, 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 we go, what kind of notes are we going to hit? Just hit anything. Just hit it, you know. Just hit it. Just sing it. Okay? Let the Holy Spirit lead us. I mean, God said, I was, I'll praise you in the midst of the congregation. God will do it. Yeah, he'll do it. Here's, here's a good one. Here's a good one. We need to be vessels that God can use to sing a new song through to others. To others. You say, oh, what, 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 what do you mean? Now, now, I'm not talking about us singing a new song. I already said that now. I'm saying that he's using you to sing a new song through for somebody else. Okay, let's look at it in 2 Corinthians 9, 6. Let's go there. We're just, we just going, going a little bit here, a little bit there, and we're going to see what God's going to do here. Okay, um, in 9, 6, this is a classic um, passages that we use on giving and, and I'm not speaking on, 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 on that today but I am but I'm not okay this is what it says now this I say he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully each one must do just as he has purpose in his heart not grudgingly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that Always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. As it is written, he scattered abroad, he gave to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now, he who supplies seed to the soil and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing, and increase the harvest of your righteousness. 
What is he talking about? He says, I'm going to give you food to eat. I'm going to give you seed so that you can sow into lives of others. Matter of fact, I'm going to multiply your seed that you sow. And what I'm going to do is increase the harvest of that seed so that that harvest going to produce more righteousness for you. Verse 11, and you will be enriched in everything. Now, you're going to be enriched in everything, but it's for something, for all liberality. In other words, I'm going to make you abound in everything so that you can give more, which through us is producing, oh, you didn't see it. I know you don't see it. Producing what? Thanksgiving to God. Isn't that what God wants? Now, now he's talking about the church at Jerusalem. He's talking about giving to uh, the poor. That's what a, a, a church that has need. He said, look, look, this is what I want you to do now. And say, what this, this giving is going to do, this giving is going to produce thanksgiving to God. So whoever receives the money that the, the Corinthian church is going to give because they have have money to give, but the Jerusalem church, they don't have, they don't have anything right now. They, they're going through a dry spell. And so, so um, Paul said, I'm going to come and get an offering from you, lay, lay it aside during the first of the week and everything, and I'm going to come and get an offering, and then I'm going to take it to them. And what's going to happen is that it's going to produce through us, meaning that we're going to take the money and, and, and take it to them. It's going to produce to us Thanksgiving to God. So when the, when the church of Jerusalem get it, they're going to say, Woo! Thank God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You met our needs. Have you ever, think, have you ever thought that some people, some people do that? Don't they? You would do it too if you had need of something. And, 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 right? Right? Suppose a hurricane did come inland and, and it went down your neighborhood and got every house except yours. What would you say? Oh, well, thank you, Jesus. What would you do? You would jump up and down. You would, you would twirl around. You'd, wouldn't you, huh? Hell, you would. Because you'd be excited. Well, see, that's what it says here. It says that he's going to enrich you in everything for all liberality, which through us is producing thanksgiving to God. For this ministry, the ministry of this service is not only fully supplying the needs of the saints, you see, but is also overflowing through many thanksgiving to God. So God wants to be glorified. God wants to be honored. You remember he said that, where are the other nine? Where are the other nine lepers that I, that I cleanse? Where are they? Only this submerged and only this foreigner is coming back. Praise me. See, God wants glory. He wants thanksgiving. He wants it to go up. So he said, can I use you? Can I use you, church, at, at, at Cornerstone? Can I use you, church, at... Uh, the first church or whoever. Can I use you, the church in Lynchburg? Can I use you, the church in, 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 in Africa? Can I use you? Can I use you to cause Thanksgiving to go up to me? Because guess what happens? When they, when they, when they give Thanksgiving, like this says the, the Jerusalem church, they give Thanksgiving, they honor God, didn't they? And what's going to happen is God's going to turn around in last week's message, go honor them. You see? Because see, if they don't have anything, they can't sing a new song yet, can they? Because there's no new song to sing. Because God hasn't answered their prayers. No new song. 
But as soon as this Corinthians church gave, Thanksgiving went up to God. They could sing a new song now because God was able to use you to bless somebody else and that somebody else bless God and then God turn around again and bless them again. That's what God wants. That's what he wants. I tell you, and don't you know that when, when you bless somebody else, they not only bless God, but they thank God that you were obedient enough to walk your uh, our religion out, our Christianity out, to bless somebody, right? So not only did they get blessed, but also Thanksgiving went up on your behalf. That's what God wants. That's what we want. Listen to what it says here. He says that because of the proof given of this ministry, they will glorify God for your obedience. See, what, oh my goodness. To your confession of the gospel of Christ and for the liberality of your contribution to them and to all. While they also by prayer on your behalf. See that? See that the Jerusalem church now start praying for the Corinthian church. Why did they start praying for the Corinthian church? Because the Corinthian church ministered to them when they had a need. Not only did the Jerusalem church glorify God and give thanksgiving to God, but they start praying for the Corinthian church. We need prayers only. We need prayers. Whew! I tell you. While they also, by prayer on your behalf, yearn for you because of the surpassing grace of God in you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So God gives things for a purpose. And so when we are generous, and I tell you, uh, I tell you, you remember we asked you last year, around July, we showed you a video of, of from Life Outreach International about the, the water for wells, the, you know, how we we're going to try to uh, uh, give enough money to dig a half of a well, put it with somebody else, they can dig a whole well. You remember that? We said in, when, in one year, we're going to try to have enough to do that. And also, we're going to try to free 20 people who have been enslaved in trafficking, and we're going to try to do that because uh, $2,800, uh, 2460 somewhere in that neighborhood, um, would free them. And we said, we're going to give. All I wanted you to give was how much? $5. $5 per adult. That's all I asked for. $5 per adult. I said, $10 for, if, if you marry a couple, $10. And, and all you had to do is just uh, don't buy uh, a pizza one, 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 one month, and then you can have that $10, see? You remember what you said that? Well, well, the, well, the time is up. It was up in June, actually. And uh, the Lord reminded me of it. Say, hey, look, you haven't gone back and, and, and closed this thing out. Well, uh, I called Stella, and Stella told me, uh, we, we met the goal of the 2400 and uh, $6, uh, 2800 I think it was $2,806. Um, but anyway, we met that goal. So, so 20 young children now have been reached, okay, have been rescued,
have been restored because of your giving. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Yeah. And, and, and don't you think the Thanksgiving not going up to God for that? Okay. Also, we're about three, $377 short of the uh, uh, $2,400 for the well, but we're really not short because uh, that goal will be met today. Uh, not through your giving. It's just we're going to take it out of benevolence and we're going to put that 377 with it. Okay? And, and because benevolence is for what? The poor. Right? And those who, who we got, you're talking about over a billion people worldwide that uh, don't have access to clean water. You have, you have 5,000 people, children, 5,000 people, children, die daily because of waterborne disease, because they don't have clean water in, in other parts of the world. This was figures by the U- United Nations. And don't you think that Thanksgiving not going to go up to God for you for the indescribable gift that God has blessed you with finances to give to somebody else who's in need? Thank God for his liberality for you. Give God a hand for you. Okay? Praise God. Now, the last point I want to make is that, uh, oh, my goodness gracious, I shouldn't make it because you're going to get too excited and, and then, you know. The last point is, you remember I told you last week, I said that I'm going to give you three reasons why we should praise God. I said there are many more reasons why we should praise God, but I'm going to give you three. Okay, l- listen to this. Here's a reason that you should praise God and sing a new song to God. It steals the enemy. Do you hear what I'm saying? It steals the enemy. Praise steals the enemy. Okay? I know you didn't hear me now. I know you didn't hear me. Because you, you, you've been saying, Woo! Oh, praise God! I, can we praise a little bit more? Don't we need the enemy stealed in our life? Huh? So do, don't we need it? You know, know how Jesus told the unclean spirit, you know, he said, be quiet, don't say anything. Right? Woo! And they had to agree. They, had, they, they, they couldn't say that. The, the unclean spirit couldn't say a thing. Okay? If he says that praise steals the enemy, I want the enemy stealed in my life. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let's look at Matthew 21. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the scripture, Matthew 21. It says here, in Matthew 21, uh, we're going to go to verse 14. And it says here that, And the blind and the lame came to him, and he's coming, uh, here's come Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus, you know, riding on in, and he said, In the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief, chief priests, and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he had done. What, what did he just do? Heal the blind and the lame. Okay, who came to him? Then, 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 and the children who were shouting in the temple, Hosanna! Let me save now. 
Hosanna to the son of David. They became indignant, the chief priests and the scribes, and said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read? Out of the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have prepared praise for yourself. Now, where is that written? That's written in Psalm 8, verse 2. Let's turn there. Let's close up there. Then listen to what it says. From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established strength. Now, he's already said praise, right? He's already said that from the mouth of children, you have ordained uh, a praise. Now, listen to what it says. Oh, uh, uh, listen, listen to what it says. Because of your adversaries to make the enemy and the vengeful what? Cease. Do we want to make the enemy and the vengeful cease? The chief arch enemy of us is Satan and his demonic forces, and they are at work all the time and trying to trying to uh, do things, strategize, trying to trying to make us fall, trying to do all those things, trying, trying to keep us in bondage, trying to do all those type of things. And he says that because of your enemies, I have a damn praise. I have a damn praise so that your adversaries, your enemies, will be still. I said, woo-wee, I got to tell the congregation that because it doesn't go along with the message because I'm talking on single new song, but I got to tell them because, see, it went along with last week's message, but I tell you what, I, 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 don't you enjoy hearing something like that? Don't you know that, that, that let me praise, somebody let me praise, don't keep me back from praising because I need the enemy stealed. I need the enemy stealed. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't keep me from giving because I need God to use my vessel to cause praise to go up for his name and then people be praying for me all over the nation. Don't you know people are praying for you all all over because of the finances you've been given for um, uh, trafficking and, and for rescuing women and, and, and children and, 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 and dig, digging wells. Thanksgiving is going up all over the world for you. Okay. That's good, isn't it? Whew. I tell you. Can I have the servers come? I tell you, it's an opportune time to take communion, isn't it? Because it's all because of the blood of Jesus, isn't it? It's the blood of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.